What's up, Urban Christian Woman? In today's podcast, we're going to be chatting about the season of the broken record. Have you ever had a situation, albeit a family member, friend, or neighbor, and they come with the same stuff, same problem, just on a different day? Well, today, Leah and I are going to be talking about this very thing. So whether you're at home with your kiddos, in the morning commute, at the gym, chilling with a cup of joe, listen, just keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. All right, so today we're talking about the season of the broken record, God's patience and his persistence and how that's displayed for us through um, the ju- through the book of Judges. Mm-hmm. We talk about the biblical background for this. We want to back up to the fact that God created us for relationship with him. To know him is to love him and to love him is to obey him. But because of our sin, we desire to do things our own way. And um, follow, like Proverbs says, the way that seems right to a man, which ends in death. And that's mm-hmm. in Proverbs 14, 12. And so this, in fact, is the sin cycle. So, Toshiba, define for us when we're talking about the sin cycle, what is that? Yeah, so when we look at the book of Judges, we see um, that um, Israel has been set up with these appointed judges by God so that um, they would point to who God is. God is just, God is a judge, right? So we see the sin cycle that Israel does good, then they do bad and sin against God, and then there is a consequence for their sin. And in their sin, they begin to cry out to God and ask him for mercy. And then God brings the judge and the judge helps restore the situation. Um, and then it just repeats itself over and over and over again. And that's, so we can find ourselves mm-hmm. like the people of Israel, right? Like mm-hmm. we do good, we do bad mm-hmm. by sinning against a holy God. Mm-hmm. There is a logical consequence or there is a consequence for our sin. Mm-hmm. We cry out to the Lord. We repent. We turn towards him. We ask the father for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. He redeems us through his son, right? Mm -hmm. Because the judges also pointed to the foreknowledge of Christ coming, right? They were a representation of Christ. And then it just repeats itself over and over again. So yeah, sin cycle. There it Mm -hmm. is. Boom. Judges. Yeah. So that's, that's displayed through judges. Yeah. Um, And the anchor for us through all of that is in God's character is his patience, right? God's patience right. is constantly expressed mm-hmm. in him bringing us um, through this cycle over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is for his desire to bring us into righteousness. Mm-hmm. And that desire then is fueled by love. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you were talking about, Sheeb, you were talking about um, how the judges in the Old Testament are an echo of Christ Mm -hmm. in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. So talk about this old covenant, new covenant sort of balance for us and what that looks like in this cycle. Yeah. So the old covenant, um, reality is that God sends these judges to operate on his behalf among people. Mm -hmm. And then the people often ignore God's voice, right? Mm -hmm. But of the judges and they rebel. And so sometimes the judges neglect God's, um, way and act foolishly, but overall their hearts, um, 
were not tied to the Lord and as they should have been. And so after a time, they, they've had to learn to hear God and listen to God and obey God through the hard way. Now the new covenant, the new covenant is different, right? Because the reality is that, um, thanks be to God. He doesn't leave us in our sin. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, he destroys sin through his son, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Right. And, um, and so the Lord is patient and we don't have to, it's almost like the reality is, is one that we're actually not going to escape the cycle, Mm -hmm. right? Because post, post garden, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Post Genesis Mm three, we're living in a fallen world. So we're not going to escape the cycle, but thanks be to God through Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. that we do have power over that. Mm -hmm. And so that's the new covenant. The new covenant believer can rest in the redemption and the power that is through Jesus Christ and know that they actually don't have to stay in the sin, Mm -hmm. but that they um, actually have victory over the sin through Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. So that being said, and it's almost like we have, we now have a just and perfect judge from outside of the cycle who has broken mm-hmm. the power of the sin cycle, mm-hmm. right? So that there's there's now this ability to, even though we find ourselves either in this repetitive place or with someone in this repetitive place, right? there is the just judge who comes and has displayed in his own life a breaking of the cycle. Right, right. And, and that so points back that's... to scripture that says, he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God. Right. Right. So given all the Bible field, um, context, like how do we examine our role? What is our role in this? Mm -hmm. You know, what's our role in this? Yeah. So let's, yeah, I think we can talk about like, obviously there are two roles. Like we were talking about, you're either in this sin cycle yourself um, or you're in relationship with someone who is, mm. um, where day after day we find ourselves having to instruct or proclaim God's way to them. Mm. I know for myself as a mother, I find myself in this with my children as mm-hmm. I disciple them, mm-hmm. but maybe it's in a different context. Maybe it's with a family member that's close to you. Maybe it's with a coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe she like, what are, what are the different ways that we can find ourselves, um, maybe identifying like am I in this cycle or am I walking alongside somebody who is? Yeah. I mean, I think you can identify if you're in the cycle, if you constantly are being um, bewildered with the besetting sin Mm. and you have not gotten, you're not walking in freedom towards Mm -hmm. it. So that means I'm sinning against God, whether it's through let's just say gossip okay because mm-hmm. you know people people like to talk about fornication and everything else but we already know those okay <laughs> but let's talk about some internal stuff yeah. like yeah. gossip or spots. yeah the blind yeah. spots like gossip and not just gossip but let's talk about jealousy or mm-hmm. envy and so um you you can find yourself in this place and if you are not being proactive to ask god mm-hmm. um to free you from that moment, Mm -hmm. then what you're doing is you're fully engaging into a good thing going bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so you find yourself in that cycle. So I think if you are, you know that you're in that cycle, if you actually are not 
um, in a place where you are longing to repent Mm -hmm. and you have a conviction about it in the moment and you're taking that thing captive, Mm -hmm. right? Um, you're in the sin cycle. Welcome. You're in the sin cycle. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is, is that if you're walking with a person and they actually are, you've been meeting with them, you've Mm -hmm. been connecting with them and they are talking about the same thing from like six months ago, Mm -hmm. maybe nine months ago, maybe a year ago. Mm -hmm. Um, they're in a pattern of sin, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's very interesting because I've been in these situations, um, on both sides. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, sometimes it can be challenging to actually deal with, yeah, coming alongside of someone, right? Because Mm -hmm. we want to insert ourselves as if we are God Mm -hmm. and God points us right back to his word. And one of the passages that really, 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 really um, sticks out to me is James chapter one. And James goes in and defines how we should respond if we are actually um, in the space of coming alongside of someone who is in the sin cycle. Mm -hmm. It says, know this, my beloved brothers, in James chapter one, verses 19 through 25, he says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Mm -hmm. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive the meekness of the implanted word that's able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being uh, no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just looking at this passage, if you're coming alongside of somebody, listen, check, check your heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Start, start with yourself and say, one, am I really hearing this person? Am I being slow, slow to anger, um, slow to speak and quick to hear? And in the midst of that, understanding like, how am I, how am I, um, looking into God's law? Um, and I think there's a mercy that's there while also pointing them to the truth. Right. And so, um, that's a huge component, whether, whether you are the person that's coming alongside somebody. And I really feel even it's not even my own emotions, but James, this, this passage applies to you being in your own sin cycle as yeah. well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, if you look into God's yeah. perfect law, you're actually going to see your sin for what it is. And God is going to draw you to a place where you will want mm-hmm. to repent. And if you don't, there are consequences for that, yeah. you know, but if you do, there are blessings. And so I think for the person who's walking with someone, you need to be encouraged. You mm-hmm. need to be slow to speak. You need to be quick to hear and you need to be slow to anger because mm-hmm. it does not produce the righteousness of God. And we can get in that pattern where we want to, we want to play God and we want to save people. Yep. And we're like, no, this right. is what you need to do. And I'm going to give you, you know, yep. 
So yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love, love, love how it's laid out. Both roles are laid out so clearly in this passage. Yeah. Like how to walk alongside of someone and then how to examine your own heart. Right. Because you will fall into the sin cycle. If you look into God's word and then turn away and forget what you saw. Right. Because you're going to keep on sinning the same way. I know that that would be my heart. Right. At least. Right. To forget what I've seen. Right. Forget the revelation of truth in God's word and keep going about my own way. Right. There's a way that seems right to me. Right. And I could pursue it unto death or I could embrace God's word ask for change, trust that Christ has come so that we can break out of this cycle mm-hmm. um, and actually walk freely from that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so, so clear in this passage. So I love that. Yeah. And I think just going back to your example of even with your children, like it's, you know, I have these moments throughout my day mm-hmm. where I can be like, why did my, ch- why did my daughter, why did my son mm-hmm. just do that again? And then I can literally look at myself within 30 minutes to an hour later. And I'm Girl, like, wait a minute. Yes. I just, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm doing the same thing. Yes. And not recognizing that I'm in the same place. And so I think, I definitely know that God is saying Man, when you really are are slowing yourself down enough uh, by his grace, you begin to have another level of mercy because you're seeing yourself. Can I like really (laughs) insert my real life example real quick? Bring your real life example. (laughs) Because I, this is so true for me right now, since we're talking, since we're kind of camped out in the area of motherhood. I've been talking to my kids a lot and using the language of like, does that honor me? Um, Mm -hmm. are you honoring mom? Are you honoring dad? When you say X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. are you honoring me when you leave your clothes on the floor for the 29 millionth time? Right. Even though I've told you to put them in the hamper or put them down the laundry chute. Right. And so I'm asking them this and using this same language all the time. And it is exhausting because I'm like, you, are you on? You're not honoring. Right. Right. But even as we're talking and you're talking about how those moments actually can reflect back on our heart. Mm-hmm. I know that the Lord is challenging me in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like God is challenging me. Are you honoring me when you're mm-hmm. choosing busyness over mm. sitting in my presence? Come on now. Are you honoring me when you choose to, you know, spend your time on yourself Mm. rather than on others yeah yeah and so yeah you know time and time again Mm. i'm challenged with those those decisions because time and time again circumstances come up when someone asks me to be there for them to chat and Mm -hmm. i'm too tired or to um sit and hear from him and i'd rather knock out the dishes so i don't Mm -hmm. have to deal with it later Mm mm-hmm so yeah, those are definitely moments where even as I challenge my children and feel exhausted in that repetition, yeah, God shows me like he is patient with me. Come on. In his repetition. In his repetition. In my life. Yeah, and what we see is that when we when we're able to see that, it's literally verse 21. Yeah. It's saying you put it away. Mm-hmm. You, you once you make a decision to put it away, mm-hmm. guess what? You then are able to receive meekness. Yeah. The meek, I mean, meekness is like mm-hmm. bro- humility, humility, that kindness, yes. that gent- you, you're able to receive that, okay, through the implanted word. And guess mm-hmm. what it says right after that? It's able to save yeah. your souls. Yes. 
It saves the moment. Yeah. And I, and, and for us as Christians, as urban Christian women, there are women that we walk with. We've had, we have girlfriends, we got home girls, we mm-hmm. got family members, we have our children, we have spouses, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who, who are in maybe patterns of sin cycles. And God is saying like, listen, if you are able to look at yourself and say, man, like I deal with this same thing just in a different way, Mm -hmm. you meet the person in the sin cycle with a humility and a meekness. And not only is it saving your, it saves your soul, but now you're able to move into the next verses of being a doer Mm -hmm. and not just a hearer. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, man, that's mic drop, <laughs> mic drop, mic drop, because that's the thing. Like we think we we think Ooh. we helping somebody out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, listen, you ain't went to nobody's cross and died <laughs> and got nails in your hands. He did that, and we need his power, and mm-hmm. we need his power. Mm-hmm. And the only way we do that is we see ourselves as yeah. we are, as we are, Absolutely. as we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, in reflecting on us and ourselves, um, you know, I think sometimes, even as I'm talking about my own example, feeling like any of us as Christian women, as urban Christian women can be exhausted if we find ourselves in this season of the broken record, Mm -hmm. in this season of really Mm -hmm. a sanctification, because he's not going to let us just escape no, skate away not. with our own sin. He's going to bring us back into circumstances that reveal the same sin so that we can deal with it again. Because he loves and us. And again. Because he loves us. And again, because he loves us. <laughs> and so <laughs> let's just speak to that like attitude or, or heart of exhaustion. Um, you know, and so I, I do, I do want to ask the women as we're listening, are you exhausted in this season of sanctification and why? And then let's turn it on its head and say, well, what is the hope to hold on to in light of that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you yeah. know, you know, I love because um, there's a passage that comes to mind mm-hmm. right now. But I, I think this is why God gives us nature and creation, mm-hmm. and why we need to take time to pause and look at the seasons and really like just be present and see the cycles of life. Yeah, and. You know, there's there's a reason why God calls uh, the the process in flowers right mm-hmm. in the seasons. He calls it pruning, like mm-hmm. why the rose bushes are called pruning. Mm-hmm. Like that's another part of sanctification is us being pruned. But when we think about the process of that, mm-hmm. the beauty that is on the other side of mm-hmm. us being made more like Him and not continuing to have this struggle by God's grace, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so there's just a pruning, like it's a little bit for me. Like I think mm-hmm. about, um, you know, I really, really, really struggled with anger. I mean, like I had some serious anger issues mm-hmm. in the early years of my marriage. And then as I was mothering my, my high school son and as God really began to just show me the cycle that I was in and I was beginning to just be broken by Mm -hmm. his holiness and what he believes about anger. I saw that each one of these situations, they were not like obsolete from one another. They were not separated. It was a constant process of him pruning Mm -hmm. anger in my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so now I'm not 
angry, I can just be annoyed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the word. Okay. But in the midst of that, there's hope because, yeah, Yeah. I'm not as exhausted, but I can still feel exhausted at the fact like, man, I'm just annoyed at my kids. Why do I feel so annoyed in this moment Mm -hmm. by this one little thing? And Romans 8, I mean, we say these verses all the time, but I mean, I'm like, listen, let them live. Yes. (laughs) Let them live. Yes. And right before Romans 8 and 1, verse Romans 7, 25 says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. There. Therefore, now is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. And so I would say to to the sister who's exhausted in this cycle that number one, you can, you can abide in Christ and you can rest in him because there now is no condemnation in him. You know what I'm saying? You are not condemned. You are set free. You do not have to submit to a, to the yoke of slavery any longer. And so you can rest, you can rest in what he has done Mm -hmm. and know that he is also redeeming Mm -hmm. He is redeeming. He is restoring whatever that cycle of sin is. He's bringing it to new life Mm -hmm. in him. Yeah. Yeah. I love with God. There's no, nothing is wasted. There's no wasted time. There's no wasted season. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think that even as we look at these repetitive seasons, we can either, right, (laughs) like see our sin and just fall into woe is me, like, here I am again, I can't get it right. I'm a repeat offender. I'm a repeat offender. (laughs) I am not worthy. Yeah. But the reality is, is that Christ has already called us worthy. Right. Because of his account, not ours. That's it. That's it. Um, And so that then is the alternative. And when we look at this cycle, we can look at that um, alternative of, Yes, he has called me his own. Yes, he has given me his righteousness. And so we're going to walk in that. So, yeah. So I just want to... say, can I say one more thing? Yes. Not only can we can we walk in it, but also knowing that we have an eternal hope. Yes. And so, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the hope does not disappoint us yeah. either. Knowing that the sanctification is also what is... We are being made new, but we will one day be completely made new in him. And that is a joy that Mm -hmm. is everlasting. Mm -hmm. We can rejoice in that. Mm -hmm. We can rejoice in that because we will be made new. Yes. Even if this, whatever you finish his process, he will finish his process. And so, you know, for the sister who may be challenged with something where she may not experience full redemption, because I think that's another narrative, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, man, I want to be further than I was. Why am I not further than, than I, I'm supposed to be? But yeah. to know like, no, f- full full process mm-hmm. will not come till heaven. Mm-hmm. So let's work work that back. Work it back. And, and, and how does he want it. me to respond today? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he gives me what I need for today. today. The daily yeah. bread for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so this is this ultimately is the hope that Christ brings to us mm-hmm. to deliver us in our seasons yeah. 
Well, to deliver us from our seasons and then also to deliver us in our season. In our season, with our people, right. or if it's by ourselves. Right. Come because on. sometimes you don't actually escape the season. Yeah, right. You're in That's it. That's what I'm saying, girl. And sometimes the deliverance does come out of it. Yes. Um, but regardless of what the situation is, the hope that Christ brings to us is to, is to sustain us mm-hmm. in the season Um, And to sustain us through it. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, like what really has been life for me is in Galatians 6, 9, Mm. where um, Paul says, you know, do not grow weary and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And that's that's exactly what you're saying. The hope does not disappoint right and so we when we are tempted to grow weary the hope in christ is to persevere and to not grow weary because in due season we will reap if we do not give up Mm. and so our hearts cling to the hope because as they cling to the hope and we do not give up we will see the reaping Mm -hmm. whether that's now in Mm -hmm. just a, a a stubborn pattern or attitude broken in the lives of our children right whether that's in a breakthrough in a discipleship relationship with someone Mm -hmm. that we're discipling or whether that's in ourselves Mm -hmm. um you know with a pattern that's destructive at work or with our spouse like those are the places that we will reap if we do not lose heart Mm -hmm. Um, so that is praise god that's the hope that he gives us in christ um in light of all of this so Yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff. That is good stuff. So be encouraged, urban Christian woman. Like God is making you more like him. Mm-hmm. And he is inviting you to also rest in him as he is making you yeah. more like him. Yeah. And be encouraged as you walk with the person that you're walking with, you know, um, and, and, be the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Can we be the hands and feet and and just love on them well, yeah. point them to truth, tell them the truth that will set them free, but love them well as you are bringing mm-hmm. the truth in correction, mm-hmm. right? So let's pray. Yeah, Leah, why don't you close us out tonight? Yes. Lord, you are good. Mm-hmm. Your mercy endures forever. Um, it endures longer than the pattern of our stubborn sin and endures longer than um, anything that we could set our eyes on. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you for that. We thank yes, you Lord. that Christ came to break the power of sin and death, to break the power of these cycles. Yes, Lord. And that as we trust and hope in him, he will lead us to um, that unfailing hope. And we are so glad that you are along with us this whole journey. Mm-hmm. You never give up. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen.